Our bodies are not meant to be graveyards. Yo, what's good, YouTubes? This is your boy in the NYC. It's me, Ray, and this is the EDCCP. That's the Everyday City Carry Podcast. And this is sort of an impromptu podcast. I don't really know what that means. I think it means what I think it does, which is, this is kind of rushed, man. Your boy's rushed on this one. Uh, you know, had a pretty tight schedule this week. Had to do that Red E folder review for Mikkel Willemsen and Willemsen Copenhagen. Check that out if you haven't. It's been doing pretty well on the charts. Um, it was pretty cool. Mikkel Willemsen was like, yeah, man, you know, we already started seeing an influx of orders through that video, which kind of surprises me. But uh, I'm glad that I'm influencing people in some positive way, right? Because I'm usually a bad influence. But yeah, this podcast is a little rushed, man. I had a lot of things kind of, um, I didn't, uh, get to have Zach on like I wanted. I just was so busy this week. I didn't follow up with Slicey Dicey or any of the guests because I had to do that review, which, you know, your boys reviews take a long time to make, man. I worked on that one real hard and, uh, I am also doing, actually I did already. I did. The Gaktak video. I still forgot who said that. Who coined the name Gaktak? Give a knife, take a knife. But I've been using it and I feel weird every time I say it. But it seems to just make sense to me now. I shot that video last night and I recorded that, the audio for it last night. And uh, yeah, stayed up. Stayed up till about one, man. And it's great. It's great. I'm going to be editing it today. Hopefully, it'll be out by 5 p.m. EST. And this podcast has to release every Friday. That is how I've been doing it. And I'm never going to break that schedule. Okay? I'm never going to break it. Never. I hope that I don't lie about that. But, you know, first things first, I'm going to talk about community. What have I been doing? It was Kelly's birthday. It was Kelly's birthday, and we went to this Mexican restaurant, Bodega Negra, I think is what it was called, and they had some crazy, crazy dishes there, man. They had some, like, kebab fondue thing where I could dip the cheese, I could dip the meat in the cheese. And then they had this taco, and it was hot boxed with habanero peppers. Video of that right there. So they 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 take it and they serve it to you in this like tray with a glass dome, and you see the smoke all inside. Pull it out. It was spicy as fuck, man. It was spicy as fuck. But you know what? Your boys got training. Because I did the Sharp Ones episode for you guys. And it was definitely not as bad as that. That's 
should get it though. You should get it. It's good. I did like it though. I ate one of the tacos and then I kind of like split the second taco into like four lunches that I bring to work. That's right, you boys responsible. I bring lunch to work, dude. So I could scrounge up pennies to maybe buy knives. Usually it goes to bills though. And uh, yeah, it was really good. It was a really good experience. I went to some donut joint where we had like uh, cronuts that were like chewy and stuff and it was amazing, dude. Imagine having a donut with like a chewy bagel consistency. Oh, that's what we did for Kelly's birthday. You know, shout out to Kelly. Happy birthday. She's uh, she's four years younger than me. She's 35, but it was a great, great time. That was what a major event, I guess, that happened in uh, my life recently. I, I really didn't want to miss a podcast per week. It's just not. That's not how podcasts kind of like succeed. You have to be very consistent. You can't you can't fuck around, man. You can't fuck around. If you miss a week, it's like it just plus I feel really bad when I do that. And I I haven't. Ever since the podcast has started, I have been on it, man. And um I just haven't been bullet pointing as hard because of all the extra video work that I've been taking on. But, you know, when, when it, it gets tough with content creation, I always tell myself, yo, if this is what you want to do for a living, like, you can't be complaining at this level because it's not even that much, you know? So I got to chill on watching all <laughs> some of the stuff that I'm not going to talk about on the podcast, like some shows and stuff. Um, and uh, I know you guys like the recommendations, though. I think I've just been so focused on making videos and it's all good. It's all good, man. But let us check out some of the knives I got on the table. We're going to do the pass around knives first um, from the give a knife, take a knife because I'm probably going to send them away Saturday or Monday. It's Thursday right now. Got this case knife that JT put in there. I'm not going to tell you what I picked. Not going to do that. You guys are going to have to wait and watch that Gaktak video. This is pretty cool. I, I really, my favorite thing about this is the handle scales, right? You know, and it's minimal. It's a minimal carry. That's what you need in New York City, man. You know, you can't be rocking the Wee Knives Black Cow in New York City. It's, it's not going to bode well for you. Uh, this is the Buck Vantage Pro, which I called the Buck Boss, and y'all really, really let me have it. And that's okay, man. I like it when we kind of just have fun, and you know, that's how my family loves each other. We kind of make fun of each other. That's how we keep each other sharp, and it's funny. It's funny, man, you know? So you guys are kind of like that did extended digital fam. We kind of like roast each other sometimes and give each other support when we need it. All right, back, you know, I just finished that emotional rant. Back to the Buck Vantage Pro. This has that Boss uh, heat treatment, S30V. It's got a funky action, though. And uh, let's see what else we got going on here. The Boker Kihan modded by JT's Knife Life. Check that out. It's got uh, some uh, funky hardware. You change the blade up a little bit. You got some stone washing on the back there. Just all around cool mods. The Browse Blades Spectre. What? 
first brass blades I've ever had in my hands. This was a cool one, man. I definitely, my favorite thing about it is that it's a brass blade and the action is pretty cool. The Kubi Eris. This thing is freaking awesome. That's all I got to say for the price. If you haven't checked out one of these, you know, look into it, man. Give it a Goog. Give it a Google because the action is phenomenal. There's kind of like a, an odd thing, an odd feeling. It just feels different, but I do like it. I assume that's because of the blade being so funky. It feels really cool to flip. And uh, I think the last one is the Real Steel Pelican. Look at that, dude. What is happening right now? This is a really cool one. I think this was put in by Slicey Dicey. I just really like this knife. Very cool. Uh, but some new additions to the roster that I'm going to take out right now. The Benchmade Grizzly Ridge. Uh, man, graciously gifted to me by Mark, uh, me with knives. I really appreciate that, man. You know, I, I've i talked about this before. I don't even, I haven't even monetized my channel yet. I'm going to do that soon, though. And I think you guys won't mind watching some commercials. But, yeah, people have just been sending me a lot of stuff to keep, man. And, and you know, that's, that's never happened before. And I, I don't expect that. But it's, it's really cool to be able to connect with people in such a way that you guys become homies. You know, you're talking about this thing that most people find really odd. You know, people send me knives. They ask my opinion on knives. And I'm just like, this is the greatest thing ever. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, the Benchmade Grizzly Ridge, this is a phenomenal knife. I'll probably do a little showcase of it, so I'm not gonna talk about it that much here. Um, ah, this is a very, very cool one. All right. This is called the Kunwu Orion. And when I, when I hear that name Orion, right, I always think about that scene in Men in Black 1 where they were like, oh, it's in Orion's belt. And they were looking at like the constellation, but it was really the cat's name. And it was like on his collar, which was awesome. But the cool thing about this knife is I think this is probably... The first knife that I've handled that is the closest to mid-tech quality, but it's only $129 right now through Kunu's website with free international shipping. I mean, dude, come on. Um, my favorite things about it is the action, the fit and finish is unexplainable, okay? Because this feels so, so high quality. Everything about it just feels quality. It's drop shot. The action is great. I think this is S35VN. They did say that the branding is going to be all gone in the models that you pick up now. Um, my only gripe with it is that the lightning carbon fiber right there and the backspacer is blue. I believe they should be the same color. That's it. But this is a good, good knife for a freaking insane price. Like if you want to feel probably the highest quality you can feel at 129 bucks on this, uh, on a knife, this is just phenomenal, yo. And the guy... I think his name is Sergio, who kind of like uh, is one of the, uh, the big players in, in, in Kunwu. 
has been talking to me on Instagram. Very energetic guy. Trying to get him to do a podcast. Uh, we, we chat sometimes on Instagram. And it seems like a very interesting guy with some juicy, I'm talking juicy stories about like, you know, the knife community, uh, companies and things like that. And and dude, I want to have him on the podcast because we like juicy here, man. Kunu Orion, check that out right now. That was actually $99 if you got in on the Kickstarter, which is crazy. Titanium, mid-tech specs. Mid-tech finish, S35EN, $99, what the fuck? I mean, you know, let's check out, uh, this is the other one that I have right now. This is the Damn Designs Yokai, love that name. Yokai is uh, mythological like beings in um, kind of supernatural stuff in Japanese mythology. You know, kind of like Tengus, which what our Ninja Turtles are based off of, kind of. They're like walking turtle men, you know? Look at this. M390. Marbled carbon fiber. Red. I mean, dude, what is freaking happening here? How cool is this? I don't know. So cool. Favorite thing about it? This little ramp up here. This grip is so comfortable. I mean, dude. Look at that. You could just... You know what I mean? This is so comfortable right here. So comf. Great action, too. I couldn't find a price on this, though. If you guys know, uh, you know, put it in the comments or something. Because I, I tried to give you guys a price on this in the unboxing. I just couldn't find it. You know, it was like out of stock on their website. But uh, this is a cool one, man. Very cool. Damn Designs Yokai. Um, not going to tell you what I put in the GAC Tech video. Just going to give you guys a hint. That's it. No one's going to know what that is. Uh, let's see what else. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got to show this. I hope the face track doesn't get fucked up. That and that one, yeah, yeah, we keep it real in the pod, yo. You know what I'm saying? This is the other knife that I just got. Uh, you guys are looking like Ray Spider Co. What is happening right now? Yeah, I didn't buy it, but you know, a, a homie of mine, probably the best commenter on earth, gave me this knife. This is a Spyderco Capara. Bob B, not Bobby, sent me his to check out, and I, I loved it so much. Um, but my homie Ryan was like, dude, I have a spare one, and I'm going to give it to you. That touched my heart, man. That touched my heart, dude, seriously. This is so crazy that I get to have interactions with people people are sending me cool stuff i mean look yeah man look at this this is just awesome yo ryan dude thank you for being a very amazing supporter commenter homie you know just writing all this cool uh very encouraging stuff man that is what this channel thrives on right now is is uh audience interaction you know what i mean and I, i'm just i said this to um 
I forgot. I, I'm in this sort of uh, YouTube content creator chat and they were talking about oh they were asking me hey when you monetize can you see how much more you are suggested by youtube and i said something like i think i have the lowest view count out of anyone who's been doing it as long as me but i have the most supportive um audience like literally i because i i surf some you know, some comment section sometimes, like when I comment, I get to read some of my buddies' comments. But I feel like you guys, although I don't I haven't amassed this huge audience, the people that do watch me do genuinely feel like we're connected. And I think it's through this podcast, this sort of long form conversation that I'm having into the air. And then you guys are consuming that on your own time. You know, I just, I really just don't think that there's anyone in the EDC community doing that right now. I just don't think so. Definitely not talking to themselves like I do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Keeping it lighthearted. Um, and yeah, I, I, I think that's just having a different effect that in the long run is definitely going to help the channel keep on going to have these sort of very connected audience right let's take a look at another knife though because i'm just can't. he's rambling again this is a wee knife as you can see made better and uh, people really having a kick out of this one this is the wee knives blackout i just did an unboxing for this check this out oh crap i almost killed myself so this is very hard to flick open. It is their sort of back lock with this funky mechanism on the back there. And I was saying this is like Wee Knives and Cold Steel had a baby. That's what this is. Cold Steel went up to Wee Knives and was like, let's have a baby. Because look how huge. Look at my face. Look how big this thing. Dude, <laughs> what the f what is happening? So this is like their Wee Knives' is back lock, sort of. Check that out. You push down. And this little guy here is where it would lock in place. You see that? Amazing. I don't know how powerful this lock is, but I assume that it's pretty strong. I feel like I should almost do a showcase on this. So with these big knives that I like to check out and show my, my audience, show you guys, is I usually like to just check them out, put them on the gram, do some stories about them, make some TikToks. Like I do my own content thing in different ways. Like I don't review everything, but I have really got to find a new way to showcase the knife without doing the what's dope, what's whack, you know, forget thing. Because that takes, dude, that takes like two days to make one of those. And um, I want to represent these knives I get to check out more from the Apex Pass Around group We're not without going into that because I just don't have the time to do that. You know, and I'm really missing out on showcasing some knives. So I'm trying to figure out a way. You know, maybe if you guys, maybe if you guys think of a way of what for, you know, what should, what I should do. I can't even talk right now. And uh, let me take a swig and a cough. That's good stuff, man. I was talking to Dylan Mallory 
right? And uh, he put up this meme on his stories, and it was like a guy who like is all messed up, a Kenny Rogers looking dude. And it was something like, if you're from the South and you drink unsweetened tea. <laughs> so I hit him up and I said, that's hilarious. And he was like, yeah, man, my uh, my twin does it. I, I can't. Um, I told him I drink black coffee. And he was like, my twin does that. I can't. Dylan Mallory has a twin. Ah, did not know that. Man, Dylan Mallory is one of the designers that I think would be very cool to have on the podcast. I'm trying. I'm trying, guys. I keep telling him that the community loves him. I have not heard a single bad thing about the guy. And, I, you know, I'm trying, I'm trying to work on it. You know, I'm trying to work these, like, angles to make this podcast, uh, you know, fun for everybody. Fun for me, fun for you guys. You know, I, I like interacting with people. I'm actually terrible, terrible at sort of not talking to you guys. It's much easier. But when, like, for example, Mikkel Willemson, I've had a lot of conversation with him on Instagram. And I'm so, like, hesitant you know, um, I'm starting to get a little more loose because one of the coolest things that happened to me, one of the coolest things that happened to me yesterday was Mikkel Williamson just like messaged me and he was like, uh, and he said, what can I say? Your review was super dope. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, can you imagine that? Because I, I look at Mikkel Williamson's Instagram and phenomenal, phenomenal designs on his customs, man. Just, I would love to have any of that. You look at the production line and it certainly shows, if you've ever seen his work with Wee Knives, very, very unique and cool stuff, man. Functional, too. You know, it's kind of like, a, 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 like I think Aishim, Elijah Aishim, which I love his designs, it's definitely a little more towards the artsy side. Mikkel Williamson's is like a ruggedness. There's a ruggedness to it, man. You know, it's very space agey, but there's definitely that rugged style to it. So, yeah, I'm t man, I'm just thrilled that people are interacting me with me in that way. That's why I really, I'm really supporting Kun Wu the Orion and whatever else they're doing, man, because Sergio went in depth with uh, a lot of stuff that they're doing, you know, with their manufacturing. This guy knows a lot. He's another one. We got to get him on the pod, bro. Got to get him on. Yeah, I feel like it's been, I've been so freaking busy, dude. Just my mind has just been focused on creating that Red E folder and the GAC Tech video. Dude, I am so psyched. You know, I put a lot of music. I've got a lot of uh, editing to do today for that GAC Tech video. It took me a long time. Slicey Dicey held on to it for a while. I think I held on to it for like a month now. <laughs> I'm going to ship it out next week, though, for sure. Let's check out some bullet points and see what I've got going on. I had to literally scrounge for what I'm going to do for this podcast because I was like, holy crap, it's Thursday now. I have to do it today. You guys all like Gramworthy, right? These videos, I don't know how hard they're going to hit because I literally just, I literally, I literally just, you know, I'm being stereotypical Asian right now. I literally looked through my camera roll of the videos that I've downloaded 
and you know, was deciding to see which ones were videos that I just, you know, want to show Kelly, which I don't show here because they're just too silly. You know, they're just between like a GF and BF, as the kids would say. But I do have some funny ones that I think you guys will enjoy. So I've got Roddy Rich Grandma. OK, yeah. So this song is all over TikTok right now. OK, this song is so big. TikTok actually pushed this to number one on the charts. I have heard that song at least if I'm on TikTok, if I have like a TikTok, if I go down like a TikTok rabbit hole and you could get sucked into this app. Okay, guys, I know that it's like, oh, it's for kids or whatever. Listen, listen, listen to me. If you are scrolling on Instagram, right? looking for content, knife content and stuff. You could find that on TikTok, man. You could find bushcraft. You could find people working on cars. You could find whatever you want on it. And it's just endless scrolling. So you are consuming content at unimaginable speeds, way faster than Instagram, yo. You're able to like, comment, and share on the same screen that you were watching the content. But anyway... Anyway, so uh, that song is all over TikTok, and <laughs> the bullet points actually say, you know, Roddy Rich Grandma, and it's it's this kid and his mom or something singing that song, and they're as white as they can be. Oh man, I hope I don't get pulled for this because it's a copyrighted song. Okay, so that is the controversial part of it, okay? Because in that part of the song, that hard end bomb, you know, comes in there. And I don't know if this lady says it or not. You guys make the de decision if she did. I think she said she replaced the word with, with never, but I'm not sure. But that went viral, dude. I saw that all over my Twitter. And the fact that I was <laughs> just seeing... <laughs> oh, man. Ah, this one is funny. It's really long, though, so I'm not going to react to this one. I'm just going to splice it in. But this is a sort of anti-video game, like, 90s commercial. It was, it's freaking so funny. Did you know that 9 out of 10 kids play video games? Also know that video games cause violence. No! Look at that family! It's time to play. For real. No! 
stop your children from playing video games today. Now that's a pro gamer move. Before it's too late. Dude, the end of that video was the best. <laughs> when he just takes a leak on the kid. <laughs> after he after he kills him. <laughs> I mean, dude. <laughs> Yeah, this is a weird one. I want you guys to explain what's happening in this video, actually, because I don't know. It's just like, let's just watch it real quick. Does anybody know what's happening there? It seems like this guy is a bloodhound tamer. You know, they should make a movie about this guy. One man, 200 dogs, bloodhound guy. And he's just like kind of preventing his pack of, of bloodhounds from eating the steaks that are on the ground or whatever that is. By himself, dude, there's so many dogs. You know what I'm saying? Hey, are you Caesar Milan? Ah, this is one of my favorites right now. I haven't really, sh I haven't even showed this to Kelly. I want to though, but it was a prank on this guy. <laughs> so. Dude, if you don't know that something is funky and something is up with this challenge that your girl is trying to make you do, you did it to yourself, man. You did it to yourself. So for you just listening, she is taping uh, her boyfriend's arms to like a broomstick. So it looks like it looks like he's on the cross, honestly. And she's like, "Look, we're gonna make you fly." That's so messed up. That's funny to me right now. But if Kelly did that to me, I would be so pissed. <laughs> so for you just listening, she tells him, she he has his arms spread out, he's trying to fly. And he's taped up to the broom handle, you know, the broomstick, so he can't, like, be free. She pulls his pants down. <laughs> And he and he knows she's recording. He tries to run away, but then the broom handle <laughs> prevents him from going through the doorway, and he just falls down. <laughs> Dude, that see that's a good prank. That's actually a good topic I want to talk about right now. I've been seeing. Oh man, you know what? I'm gonna put that video on. Uh, I saw it on my Twitter just this morning. I didn't save it, so I'm not going to react to it, but I'll splice it in. And these kids, man, these young kids with their stupid pranks now, kind of like invading your personal space pranks, man. You know, stuff that we kind of didn't do. Like, um, <clears throat> there's this one kid that moans in people's ears. 
like he just goes like ah like right in like right next to some dude's ear like many people in walmart or wherever he is and i'm like yo if somebody did that to me like i would just fucking deck him in the face dude like these kids really need to feel the hard truth of the world like you can't be doing stupid shit like that first of all one that's not funny that prank I just showed you guys right now, that's hilarious. And it's not hurting anybody. That's your loved one. That's funny. All right. But when you're going up to random strangers and doing stupid pranks like that, like moaning in somebody's ear, can you imagine moaning into like, I haven't seen one of them moaning into like a lady's ear. It's always like a dude. That's sexual harassment. I almost said harassment like a Filipino. That's sexual harassment. You know what I mean? But, you know, he was like moaning in people's ears. And this kid, I want him to get clocked in the face hard so he could feel the ugly reality, you know? But what I did see um, on Twitter was this white kid from that uh, channel, uh, Nelk. And they would fake sneeze on somebody. You know, and this is a big channel, too. They call itself fake sneezing on me at Walmart, bro. They call itself fake sneezing on me at Walmart. So now I'm going to put them on real video. You're going to go viral on this, bro. You're going to go viral on this. And, uh, yo, this one, you know, this one urban type gentleman just punched this kid in the face, yo. And he was like, oh, you want to go viral? You want to go viral? And I commented, I tweeted on that, well-deserved. Because you can't be doing that shit, man. You know, you cannot be doing that shit. You can't. You know, invading people's uh, personal space, man. You know, that's not, that's not funny, right? You know, those shampoo pranks. Maybe I'll splice that in. My, my, my brother sent me one of those. Yo. It's not coming out. That's funny. Okay, there's actually like a joke to that. Moaning in people's ears or fake sneezing at them, that's not funny at all. And I don't know where these young kids are thinking that that is. It kind of angers me, man. You know, I guess I'm having my okay boomer moment, even though I'm not one. <clears throat> That's just really, really stupid. It's time for everybody's favorite segment. Aight, I'm a head out. And as usual, I'm going to start with Subway Stories first. Your favorite, right? And the first subway story I've got is angry vegan lady, right? Man, so this lady, I'm getting on, I'm on the four train trying to get to Brooklyn Bridge, and this lady was just shouting crazy vegan propaganda, okay? I have nothing against vegans. I've had some pretty good vegan food. I am a meat eater myself. I'm more like on an omniv omnivorous diet. Is that the right word? I hope it is, or I'm going to sound dumb. Um, of veggies and meat, right? But this lady was like shouting like, our bodies are not meant to be graveyards. Hey, first of all, vegans? 
That's basically the same thing as those people that try to preach their religion on the train and yelling at you in the morning when you're kind of tired, you're going to work, not doing any of you any favors. Okay? It's basically making us not want to be vegan. You know what I'm saying? There are very good arguments to both sides of the story. But this lady was like, our bodies are not meant to be graveyards. And then she was like, you should watch the Game Changers documentary. And that's when I tuned out, bro. Because I watched the Game Changers documentary. Because Kelly wanted me to. And she was like, I think I'm going to try this vegetarian plant-based thing. And I'm going to tell you right now, that lasted about a week. Because she definitely eats chicken. <laughs> I mean, look, there. I think there are arguments to both sides of it. Uh, there's people doing that carnivore diet right now and lose, losing a bunch of weight. I did the ketogenic diet. I, um, If you've been watching my channel for at least two years, you'll know that I was keto for a while. Uh, and I was just eating a lot of, I would eat protein and fat and that's it. And let me tell you right now, I had a lot of gastro problems before I started that. And after I did it, this is the best shape I've ever been in my entire life. I'm not keto anymore. I, I have introduced like some carbs, you know, healthy carbs, not like bread and pasta and stuff. Just like some, you know, rice, uh, pot uh, potatoes, sweet potatoes, especially. I love them. And I'm in the best shape of my life, man. No more gastro problems. No problems going to the bathroom or any weird stuff like that. And I'm able to enjoy these culinary delights of the world after I did the ketogenic diet, though. I think there's just arguments to all of it. My brother, who's probably the healthiest person that I know, um, Clint, he runs an American Ninja Warrior. I've talked about him before. He's done, you know, he same diet as me, kind of like a well-balanced diet. He's done, uh, he was a pescatarian which is not a religion. It means he just eats a lot of fish and seafood, no land meats. And right, he, he did plant-based. Uh, that's what he's doing right now, doing a plant-based uh, diet, man. Not a, not a vegan because he has ice cream. Dude cannot give up ice cream. But who can, right? I certainly can't. She was like, watch Forks Over Spoons, which is another, you know, vegan sort of documentary. He goes, humans are plant eaters. And people literally gave her money, donated money for her. And she was like, thank you. Because she was asking for donations too. Forgot to mention that. And one dude just just put like a dollar in the thing. And he was like, shut up. <laughs> dude. She's like, thank you. He's like, shut up. <laughs> people gave her money to shut up, yo. <laughs> hey, at least the guy was nice enough to give money to her cause. But just tell her to like, shut it, you know. There's this, uh, this was just a recent one. I had a dude, tall, lanky, okay? Got the dreadlocks going, gray sweats, leather jacket, on the phone. Of course, of course somebody on the phone. Laid out, bro. Just chilling. On a train like this. Dude must have been like 6'4", taking like half, you know, maybe almost half of the real estate of the, the train seats. Just chilling. Having a full-on conversation. You know, so what you do over the weekend, man? Yeah. People trying to sit down, they're like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Y'all meet you down there. He's like that. And I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> Dude, I don't, this is why I don't even sit down on the train. 
because I don't want to compete with that. And you know what? Your boy's legs, they strong, man. I have not used, I have not sat down on the train to go to work, I think, except maybe two times. And both times, Kelly was with me. I just don't sit, man. I don't want to compete with all this craziness on the New York City subway. Plus, keeps my legs looking good. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so I had three people talking to each other about random stuff, about church at first, who didn't, these people didn't know what inside voices were, man. Because they were talking like this. They giving all the church, they give all, they give the church all their money. All of it. Yeah. You gonna go to Sally's thing on Saturday? Hey, stop it. You're on a, you're in a public place. The train may not be the library, but no one, no one needs to hear that. Nobody. People were like looking at him like as if they were fighting because it seemed like they were like in a yelling match, but they weren't. Yeah. That's just, that's too much. That's too much, man. I don't know if Subway Stories is, is weak this uh, this week, guys, you know. I, I didn't, you know, I gotta say, like, even though I had some to talk about, the Subway Stories has been pretty weak because not a lot has been happening, man. I don't know. If, I don't know if the craziness is, is going down. I don't know if climate change is affecting my Subway Stories, man, you know. But there hasn't been a lot of crazy stuff going on uh, for me. We're going to get to recommendations now because I'm going to have to start getting ready for work. But I have been watching, um, <clears throat> one, get on HBO Go right now, okay? Watch The Outsider because that is so freaking good. Did I mention this already? I'm not sure. I don't know if I did, but that is so good right now. I'm just Bulge deep into Outsider, man. The Outsider. I'm up to episode six, and I cannot wait. Every week, it's just a cliffhanger, man. Give me some more of that, HBO. You gotta check that out, man. It's like part detective story, part sci-fi horror creature feature kind of thing. You know, there's that vibe to it. It's like, it's just really good. Uh, recent thing I've been watching, though, is, is Lock and Key. I'm not a big Harry Potter guy. I didn't like Hunger Games, you know, certainly not Twilight. So these kind of like books made into shows or made into movies, not my deal, okay? Don't want to play with a wand. And, you know, every time I try to watch Harry Potter, even though the second one, uh, the last movie, people were like, oh man, it's really dark. You'll like this one. And I'm just like, listen, I didn't. I didn't. I thought it was okay. I thought it was like a kitty Lord of the Rings kind of, but like Lord of the Rings is way better. That's how I felt about it. You know, like I don't want to make things le- leviosa. I don't want to make these levitating things. You know, I don't want to do that. I thought the the creatures one is better. The the later ones, not Harry Potter, like the Fantastic Beasts or whatever. I thought I like those. Those are much better for me. Um, but yeah, lock and key, I thought that this was gonna be like a Harry Potter-ish, like TV show geared toward kids, and I'm just like, yo, I'm tuning out, 
But guess what? It's pretty damn good, man. It's pretty damn good. I'm also on episode six of that right now. I have just been binging that show. I started watching it maybe a day and a half ago. And uh, I don't want to talk about it too much. But basically, it's uh, the, the main characters are like this mom, uh, oldest, oldest kid, which is a, a, a guy, older brother, younger brother, and sort of like the, the sister in the middle. And it kind of follows them on this on their daily lives or whatever. Uh, the kids uh, find these keys, and this is where I thought it was gonna get kitty. And I'm like, oh, what are the ki- what are the keys open? You know, like did they go to like Nardia or some other foreign land? And it becomes all Peter Pan like. And I'm like, that's Kelly's realm. These kind of stories. That's Kelly's realm. You know, Ray likes the dark stuff. You know, where's the murder, right? And uh, this one is is. It's really cool, man, the way they did the keys and what they do, right? What it unlocks. Like, I don't want to go too much into them, but I think two happened very, very early on that, you know, I want to entice you guys to watch it. It's on Netflix. Everybody's got Netflix. Everybody got Netflix, right? So, you know, one of the keys, basically, you put it into any door and you kind of like just... You know, imagine where you're going to go. It could be like anywhere in the world and you will go there. You could go to like a jail and visit somebody. You could go to Paris. You could go to like England. You could go to where they filmed Game of Thrones. You know what I'm saying? And maybe make a better season eight ending. But yeah, these this one key, It's I forgot what it was called, but it just, you could go anywhere. You put it in any door and then you open it and it's anywhere. What the things you could do with that, son? Because if you asked your boy what his uh, superpower would be, if I was a superhero, it would be teleportation. You know what I mean? I wish I could teleport anywhere, like in that movie Jumper. I almost said Looper right now, but that's the movie with Bruce Willis in it. I'm talking about Jumper. But yeah, so one of the keys does that. The other key, which I had no idea it would do, was you put it in like the back of your neck, like you become the door, and then you twist it open, and then you leave your body, and then there's this like object. Uh, for for the, the youngest brother, it was a toy chest, and you go inside it, and all your memories are in there. You know, very creative stuff, you know, that... Uh, what these keys do so I, I really really like it man I really like it I do suggest you guys check that out what else did I watched? I watched Uncut Gems with Adam Sandler in it it is a shame yo that 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 he did not even get nominated or even mentioned for an Oscar because Adam Sandler was phenomenal in this movie he was not really funny at all this was a movie that it's about like gambling and he's kind of like one of these gamblers that are always just trying to win big. He did have a decent um, business in the the, the, the the Dime District in New York City, which is weird because I worked in that industry for a long time. So I was actually looking at these places that I delivered jewelry to and it was very odd for me. It gave me like this weird nostalgia. I was getting stressed out, man, because when I worked in the jewelry industry, I was so stressed out. I couldn't do this podcast. I couldn't do this podcast if I was still working there. Because I'd, I'd just be talking about stressful stuff. But Uncut Gems did a very good job of making you feel like you're a degenerate gambler. Like, I, I, I had the self-loathing. I was like, oh, put, put you know, money down on... You know what I'm saying? Like, imagine they had betting on, like, knives. Like, which one was going to pop 
put me down on the new Spyderco Crewwear 500. And then, like, you know, you're, like, you're, like, seeing if the sales, like, you know, go up. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. But, yeah, Uncut Gems actually made you feel like you were doing these things. And I was uneasy the whole time. I was getting stressed out watching the movie, man. Because the stuff Adam Sandler was doing, it was like, what are you doing, man? What are you doing? Very good. Very good movie. Oh, yeah. So here's the deal. This is kind of a new thing. Uh, I've been gaming a lot lately. I've been gaming a lot because I have cool friends. My boy bought me Dark Souls 3 because I told him there was multiplayer in it, even though I've never played the game. And I tried playing that. Man, I tried so hard to love that game. It has a lot of cool things going for it. But the game tries to frustrate you on purpose you know what I mean it's like you die really easily uh, and if you die you lose all your souls which is kind of like the currency in the game and then you have to try to go pick it up and then if you if you die again it's gone so like all your work is for nothing and you really have to be a veteran in that game to get the mechanics of it the, the dodging the parry and all that it's just I, I, I didn't get it. It didn't click with me. But the good news is, I went on PlayStation Network and I bought Borderlands 3. All right? So if you guys do play that game, I'm assuming some of you do because it is a first-person shooter. It's a multiplayer PvE co-op kind of game where we could run through the game together. Um, yeah, I got that. I think Kelly and I are both going to be playing that um, because, dude... Kelly, as a gamer, I want to see what it is because she's like, the last game she's ever played was Left 4 Dead. And I'm like, oh shit, okay. So first person shooters then is probably what she'd get into. And uh, Borderlands 3, man, it's, it's really cool. It's very comical. And um, I played 1 and 2, loved it, loved it. Uh, my boy Spazman and me are going to get on that. And uh, I'm, I'm going to rock out on Borderlands, man. So if you guys do want to you know, check that out with me, Hit me up on uh, PlayStation. Uh, play it on PS4. I'll splice my my tag thing. I don't even know how to do that, but I'll I'll take a picture of it and I'll splice it on here so you guys can add me. Jade Schaefer has added me, but that dude's always playing COD. So I don't know, Jade Schaefer. If you play Borderlands, bro, if you want to get on that, you could you could hit me up. But I'm going to end the podcast right now because we're at about 50 minutes. Like I said, um, didn't have a lot of bullet point, bully points, bully points. That's what we're doing now. Didn't have a lot of bullet points for this week, but I did not want to miss a week. I hope it has been entertaining for you. I stuck to knife stuff in the beginning. And much love to everybody, man. You guys uh, empower me to keep making videos, man. And I hope you like the GACTAC video. I hope you check out the Red E video if you haven't. Um, check out my homies. All my homies are in the description. All the links if you want to watch some cool knife content. Uh, the people that I watch are in the description below. You know, if you have any suggestions, if you want to... If you want me to check out any of your knives, I don't have to keep them. Email me at everydaycitycarry at gmail.com. DM me on Instagram. Hit me up on the TikTok. Hit me up on Twitter. It's all Everyday City Carry. This is your boy in the NYC. It's me, Ray. And this is the EDCCP saying peace.
Yo, don't forget to hit that subscribe button and don't forget to hit that bell icon so we can squat up in the comments.